Pray the Word with David Platt is a resource from Radical.net. Exodus chapter 20, verse 20. Moses said to the people, Do not fear, for God has come to test you, that the fear of Him may be before you, that you may not sin. All right, just make sure you get the context here. This is right after God gives His people the Ten Commandments. So commandments about how to relate to him and worshiping him alone, how to relate to others in a way that honors God. And the people are overwhelmed in this meeting with God, with fear. And so Moses says to the people, don't fear for God has come to test you. So there's a, an encouragement not to fear. But then right after that, in this verse, the Bible says that the fear of God may be before you that you may not sin. So this is interesting. All throughout the Bible, we see the words don't fear. But then we also see encouragement to fear God. So how does this work? Well, it all becomes all the more clear and complete when we get into the New Testament. And we realize that none of us is able to obey the law, that we need Jesus to cover over our sin and our disobedience. And that's what Jesus did at the cross. He paid the price of sin for us. He went as a substitute for us to the cross, died in our place, and then rose from the dead in victory over sin and death so that we can be saved from our sins, not by our obedience, but by our faith, by our trust in Jesus. So in that sense, when we trust in Jesus to forgive us of our sins, we turn from our sin and trust in him, we repent and believe, we no longer need to fear the judgment of God. By the grace of God, we don't need to fear death itself because death has been defeated by Christ and we put our faith in him and we know we have eternal life with him. God so loved the world, he gave his one and only son. Whoever believes in him will never perish but have eternal life in him. So we don't have any fear in that sense. At the same time, there should be a fear of God in us that causes us to hate sin. It causes us to not want to sin. The the closest parallel, though it's incomplete, The closest parallel I can think about in my own life is my relationship with my dad, who's gone to be with the Lord. But I did not want to disappoint him. I did not want to disobey him. And whenever I did, oh, I I didn't want to tell him. I didn't want him to find out because, not because I feared that he was going to cast me out of the family or anything like that, but just I fear doing anything that would dishonor him because of the way I loved him. He's my best friend in the world. And, And so then I think about my relationship with God. Your relationship with God is designed to to be marked by that kind of love and that kind of honor, that kind of reverence and awe and respect. Like we love God in far higher way than I could ever love my dad. We love God with all our heart, all our soul, all our might, all our strength, that we revere him, that we stand in awe of him. And in this sense, fear doing anything that disobeys his word. So I want to encourage you today to live like that. 
Let's live like that. Let's pray like that. God, help us to fear you like this. Help us to fear you such that we might not sin. Help us to turn from sin and the fear of you and love for you and awe of you in reverence of you, God, may we not in any way treat sin lightly or casually in our lives. Help us to turn from it. Help us to repent continually. Help us when when tempted to run from sin, not to flirt with it, to run from it. Help us to obey you, to do all that you're commanding us to do. Help us not to be guilty of passive sin, knowing the good we ought to do and not doing it. We know that's sin. God, help us to live in holy obedience to you because we fear you in this way, that we fear doing anything that would dishonor, defame, or disobey you. God, may that kind of fear mark our lives today, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen.